This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Welcome back to Football on Focus, of course, your favorite podcast. Joined by your host, Austin West and Lavelle Her- Harris. Lavelle, say hello. Hello. Welcome back, guys. Got to give Lavelle the claps once in a while. Yes, Every once yes, in a while, yes. I got to give it to him. Hey, welcome back to another great episode. We've been talking about 15 minutes already, so hey, we're ready. But yeah, like we always do, we always talk 15 minutes or so before we actually end up starting the podcast. But, you know, that's normal. Um, cause we try to keep it short. Maybe we get some more out of the way at the beginning, but we also said that last week and look how well yeah. that went. We really just got off on tangents and ranting and yeah, it still took forever, but <laughs> this week we'll try to, we'll try to keep it condensed, uh, for people. We'll try our best. Um, we'll start mm-hmm. off with the wonderful NFL Thursday night football. Awful as always. I yeah. didn't even bother watching it. Did you Lavelle? <laughs> Uh, I was watching a little bit, and then uh, I yeah, saw. I couldn't do it. I just saw the Bears just miss it, like three times in the red zone. I just didn't want to watch no more. It was just yeah. Commanders beat the Bears twelve to seven. Bears did have nice unis. They had the all oranges. Those were cool. Mm-hmm. About yep. the only highlight from that game, honestly. <laughs> like that was that was really it. Uh, moving over to Sunday, Ravens Giants. Giants upset the Ravens. Moved to five and one. Twenty four to twenty was our final score. Only five and one teams left are the Bills, the Giants, and the Jets. So all the air quotes New York teams, because people are having a pit, uh, having a we're getting upset about this, aka Dawson Knox of the Buffalo Bills, because technically the Giants and the Jets play in New Jersey, mm. but it's fine, it's fine. They're the New York, they're literally New York in their name. Give them a break, Dawson Knox. Come on, Literally. so. Yeah, Giants moved to five and one. How do you feel about that, Lavelle? How do you feel hey. about the Giants being five and one? Giants, hey, I feel like it's well deserved. They they work for this. They drafted for this. Like, hey, one of these years, it had to just all come together. And hey, this the year is coming together. I guess. I mean, honestly, I was one of those few people who were like, you know, Daniel Jones is not as bad as you guys make him look. Like he's not great. He's not great. I'll give him that. He's not, he's not great. great. At all. <laughs> but he's not as bad as people make him sound out to be. Like, give the guy a little bit of a break. Come on. But, I think he's a perfect fit for Bar- Barkley. Like he could yes. he could run a little bit, so he could like keep him honest, so Barkley could still get his yards and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I, I like it. I like I like his. We'll make sure he still throw the ball a little bit, so we good. Next one, Colts actually get a win this season again, once again. Who would have thought? Over the Jaguars of all teams as well, thirty-four yes. to twenty-seven. Maybe the Colts are starting to figure it out. Yeah, they're pretty good right now. You see how this game ended? It was pretty crazy. I did not know. Oh my gosh! So the Jags, uh, they score, they score to tie it up because we, were, me and my brother, were watching it. We were watching the highlights a little mm-hmm. bit. They score to tie it up, and then they went for two. Didn't get it. They didn't get it. So I don't know why. So they're literally the Colts coming down. They just have to get in field goal range, I guess. They're trying to get in field goal range. They got it all the way to like the 40 yard line, 30 seconds left. They're just third down and 10. They're like, okay, what do we do? What do we do right here? And then, like, we don't want to run it, like, because they were stopping the run. The Jacks are stopping the run. So they don't want to run the ball. They just don't want to run the ball. They're like, okay, we don't know what we're going to do. And then Matt Ryan. Just snaps the ball, 
and the blitz is coming, he just chucks it. Chucks the streak to Alec Pierce, catches it for a touchdown on Shaquille Griffin and game. They win the game like that. And it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Alec Pierce is kind of that guy. Alec Pierce. For him. Right. Hey, it was his first touchdown. His first mm-hmm. touchdown it was a game winning touchdown against the Jags. It was kind of good. Yeah. And I will say for fantasy purposes, everyone after this game was like, oh, one of the top waiver wire pickups, Alec Pierce. <laughs> Guess who was on top of him before this week? Was it you? Yeah, boy. I had him picked up in two leagues before this week. I'm like, he's had two back-to-back weeks, pretty decent. I need a wide receiver flyer. Oh, look, Alec Pierce. There was a lot of hype out for him coming out of the preseason. Sure, I'll I'll buy in on that. Why not? Worked out pretty well for me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> now I got a nice backup wide receiver on all my teams. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'll take Alec, Alec Pierce any day of the week. I mean, he's done great the last three weeks in fantasy. I hate to go – off topic with fantasy, but hey, he's been good. He has. But I will say, though, the running back situation in Jacksonville has gotten even weirder. I'll admit that. At first, James Robinson was going crazy. We really thought he might be the guy over Travis Etienne. And then all of a sudden, Travis Etienne creeps in, and he's starting to take over James Robinson. He had two less carries than Robinson, but he had 86 yards compared to Robinson's 54. And then Jermichael Hasty comes in and he has three carries for 57 yards and a touchdown. And it's like, well, are they going to want to get Jermichael Hasty more involved now? And Trevor Lawrence rushed six times for two touchdowns and 23 yards. Like, if he's going to start stealing your reps there running back, what's going on? And yeah. so something, something to watch here. I don't know what, why it's this way, but. Doug Peterson, I guess, likes to mix it up a little bit. He likes his, I don't, I don't likes know. three running backs, I guess. The three running back I, system. Big big committee, I guess. I mean, hey. hey and might the workhorse well. offense. They like the Patriots. That's Bill true. Belichick. Yeah. Hey. Gotta have three. Gotta gotta have the three. You gotta always have three. Um, next game, Patriots blow out the Browns, thirty eight to fifteen. Bailey Zappy. Also, what in the world? Back to back. QBs drafted by the Patriots, and they both might be the guy for the franchise? Like, what is going on? Yeah, they don't. Like, Bailey Zappi looks good. He looks really good. 24 for 34, 300 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Like, come on. But they did face the Browns. That's true. They faced the Browns, and then what? They faced the Lions. So we got to see a real team. Low with a little better defense, and then I'll I'll say I'll say I don't know. He might man. look like I don't it. know. He's looking good though. He's looking good. He's looking good. Patriots. I, mean, hey, I think it's just Belichick. Belichick, you know, he knows how that. to handle QBs. He know how to handle hey. Brady. You see him now though. You see Brady now. Mm-hmm. It's not looking good. So, also shout out Ramondre Stevenson, uh, the running back for the Patriots. Man went crazy. Got two touchdowns on the day as well. Woo, woo. Gotta love that. Uh, next game, Bengals squeak one out against the Saints, thirty to twenty six. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase get the win back in L.A., back home where they won that national championship. Mm-hmm. Had themselves a day. Jamar Chase two touchdowns. Joe Burrow threw for thirty and three hundred yards. So nice day for them. Joe Burrow also rushed for a touchdown. So had themselves a nice game against the Saints. Back in, uh, uh, back yep, in back Louisiana. in the Superdome. 
where they won the national championship. Yeah. So, That's what I just said. I just yeah, no, said that. That's how I, okay, I was like, I, you know, I started this conversation that way, right? Yeah. Just making sure, make sure you didn't cut out or something and you hadn't heard that entire thing. I'm just <laughs> keeping you on your toes, keeping you on your toes. Um, one of the big upsets of the week, Steelers over the Buccaneers, 20 to 18. Tom Brady in the Bucks just not looking like themselves. Now three and three. I mean, he was yelling at his old line midway through the game. Not sure what was going on. Yeah. I mean, just this one that. was a lot farther away than it looked. It was kind of a garbage time touchdown for Leonard Fournette in the fourth quarter. Uh, he had that one receiving. I mean, my fantasy team liked it, but other than that, it didn't do much good for the Buccaneers. As... Yes. Steelers, who would have thought as they go back, they start with Kenny Pickett and then go back to Mitchell Trubisky halfway through the game and end up beating the Buccaneers. Like, I mean, if it works, uh, it works, I guess. It works, it works. Hey, they're they're looking good, man. Steelers looking a little, they're not looking terrible with all the injuries have with their star player out. Not looking great, not looking bad. With the QB, the QB carousel they're going through, but hey, they're still winning games. That is the, like the part about football people like don't get they're still winning games you're winning as long as you're winning games as long as you're winning it doesn't have to be the prettiest win but you're still winning but it's a a win's a win is a win yeah a win is a win second upset of the day falcons over the 49ers 28 to 14 this was just unbelievable receivers couldn't catch tight ends couldn't catch jimmy garoppolo actually looked like one of the better players on that offense all day long and i mean with Debo, Brandon Ayuk had two touchdowns, but, I mean, all these guys were just dropping passes left and right. And, I mean, Jimmy did throw two picks, but, I mean, that's not ideal. Marcus Mariota had himself a day. One incompletion on the day for 129 yards and two touchdowns. Mm. And a rushing touchdown. Like, Marcus Mariota was that entire offense almost, and there was just nothing the 49ers could do. Granted, a lot of guys went down with injury in the defense, but – you gotta, you gotta try to do something here, gotta step and up. figure it out. Yeah, I mean, we had a lot of our DBs go down. Um, not ideal. I mean, Nick Bosa and Javon Kinlaw didn't play in this game, so two big starters in the D line. Um, only had two main of our linebackers. Aziz Al Shair was out for this game, so I mean, not that you can make excuses, but like. The injuries really, really killed the 49ers, and Falcons able to take advantage. So, yep. Coach Delk did not like that one, though. He He's like, the Falcons can't even lose right. So, <laughs> he, he's wanting them for, to drop for tank for a draft pick, but they're not listening to him. So, he, I swear every year he wants them to take for a draft pick. Because they're bad. Yeah, literally, last like three years he's been saying that, like, it's like, I don't yeah. even want him to win. I just want a good draft pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. hey, but the red helm, thread throwback helmets were pretty nice, though, in that game. I'll admit. I'll give that to them. They were nice. As they were well. nice. I mean, a lot of these new uniforms that people are coming out with, pretty nice. Pretty nice. Yeah, just upset city, though. Yeah. And speaking of throwbacks and upset city, <laughs> uh, Jets beat the Packers 27-10 to in Lambeau, mind you, while the Packers mm-hmm. are wearing the throwback unis. The Jets moved to four and two. I thought they were five and one. Maybe not. I could have sworn they were five and one. No, nah, they're four and two. Four and two. 
I don't know why see, the graphics said see, five and that's, one. That's that's why Dawson Knox said that something right here Maybe. doesn't look right. Maybe the Jets aren't five because and one. It, but then they switched it and they just changed it to the. I don't think. Yeah, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it right now. Was it NFL on Fox? I think it was NFL on Fox. who tweeted it. Let's see, NFL on Fox. Um, where's it at? I want to see if they deleted it. I'm gonna be upset. My gosh, they have so many tweets. Good lord. At least I thought it was. Um, there it is. Okay, they do say four and two. Mm. Okay, it says four and two. I just, I just don't know how to read, guys. Don't worry. Just illiterate. See? That's on me. See, that's on, that's on him, guys. That's on him. Not on anyone else. Yeah, just on me, guys. That's on me. I'll, <laughs> I'll take the, the blame for that one. Jets still pulling it out, going crazy. Aaron Rodgers not looking so hot. No, so, Packers are not it. I don't know what. I don't know. They're if it's on the one week and then off another. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what to say about it. Like AJ Dillon was the leading rusher in this one. Had got one more carry than Aaron Jones, but was averaging twice as many yards almost. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I don't know how that goes about happening. I think. I really but it does. The, I guess the Jets just outperform. Yeah, they, with Brees Hall, twenty carries, one hundred and sixteen yards, and a touchdown. Like Zach Braxton Wilson really didn't had a touchdown. Yeah, really didn't have a day, but like the running backs had themselves a day. Oh, the running backs is what happened. Was all it was for the Jets. Even I mean, Zach Wilson only threw it eighteen times, and he still got a yeah. hundred yards out of it. Didn't even throw a touchdown. But, no, no touchdowns. Had eight incompletions. Like, yeah, I don't. Th- no one had more than two receptions. Nobody. Like the Everybody had two or one. And they, they just pounded pause. Grind out a win. <laughs> hey, you do what you have to do. They, I they did what they have to do, and they just ran the ball. And, and it won on the game. And it, it really did. Um, I was going to say, speaking of running the ball, but there really wasn't much of that in this game, as the Vikings <laughs> beat the Dolphins 24-16. They were really pushing the narrative, oh, Dalvin Cook, when he returns to Florida, Oh boy, watch out. This man will run all over your team. <laughs> no, nah, not really this time. He was held the 13 carries, 77 yards. Did get a last fourth quarter touchdown in there. So his stats did look a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Good old Kimbo Kirk comes in 20 for 30, Kimbo 175 Kirk. yards and two touchdowns. Iciest quarterback in the league. You see him after the game, Lavelle. Black pants, tucked in white tee, and all his teammates gave him their chains. And so that one made its way around social media. I believe a lot of the players had that as their profile picture on Twitter as well for a little bit. Because he had like four chains on. And it's just Kirk looking like he had no idea what he was actually doing. Uh, He's like, guys, am I doing this right? Like nodding his head kind of with the music and stuff like that. But, I mean, it, it was a great... Great video. I mean, I did you really not see it, Lavelle? I did not. I don't. I don't watch. Sorry, I don't watch the their press conferences. It I wasn't a press it conference. It was on the plane. Oh, I seen that. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, one, he's got the t- tucked in white tee. He's got all their chains on. I thought that was before this game, not after this game. No, it was after this game. Yeah. Oh, I saw. Because he, he's saw done it after the, both games. The last he's done oh, it after okay, the last okay. two games. Okay, okay. I didn't see the second one, then I saw the first one. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. Kirk. It's Kirk Tober. Like what I don't know what else to Kirk Tober say about it. Kimbo Kirk? Hey, I like that. Kimbo Kirk. Kimbo Kirk. 
And then the quarterback situation in Miami is is interesting. Um, Tua will be cleared to play this week as they play the Steelers. But for this game, Skylar Thompson was set to be the starter as a rookie. Teddy Bridgewater was cleared of concussion protocol and would be the backup. Well, guess what? Skylar Thompson goes out with an injury. I believe it was a concussion. What? And Teddy Bridgewater just comes back in and throws for 34 yards and basically uh, is playing most of the game. So it brings the question, if he was so ready to go to play this many snaps, why not have him start in the first place? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I'm sure there's a reason to it. I just know that's one of the questions that a lot of people are asking themselves. They're like, well, if Teddy was this good to go and he could play this many snaps and there wasn't really anything holding him back, why start Thompson in the first place? Just like safety, safety reasons probably. I, that'd be my guess, but it, it does. It is an interesting question. You think yeah. about it. I mean, most likely it's it's because of health or yeah. something like that. But they just wanted to be safe, make sure, like emergency QB. Like you're not gonna yeah. play unless we actually need you to play. Right. If you don't, so, if you need him, then it's, like yeah, yeah. Because they're interesting. They weren't expecting Skylar Thompson probably to get hurt. They were no. just probably like, like Teddy, we don't have any backups, so you're gonna. You're you're clear, so like if we need you to play, you're gonna play, but you're not gonna right. Play. <laughs> We're hoping you don't and then, play. <laughs> but then. And of course, Mike Gesicki, two touchdowns, hits a gritty on one of them. Uh, it looked better than the last one. No. What do you think, Laval? Should he retire fun. the gritty or should he keep he trying? Has, he has to retire it. Even Jamar really? Chase said, "This not it. This not it. It ain't it. That thing is awful." I thought his second one looked okay. I didn't think uh, it was that bad this week. It was awful. I just don't like it. You got to you got put you got put a little more swag in it. He just just doing it. He just doing it. See this tight end dude. He doesn't got that much swag. There's a difference. There's a, a difference break. between just like doing it and then actually like putting in a little bit of effort into it. Like he just doing it. Like yeah, nah. I don't know. It looks good. like he's putting way more effort into it. Than- <laughs> Maybe most people are. Maybe, I'll, I'll maybe, give him the effort portion. Maybe he's trying I'll a definitely little give him too the hard. Effort maybe portion. that. Maybe he's actually trying a little too hard. Maybe. Ooh, that's that's a good point. That could be it. That could be it. Like, just I'll, stop. Just just be a little casual with it. You'll be good, man. Okay. Okay. I see your point there. All right. See a point? Yeah, you see a point. Next game up, Rams over the Panthers, 24-10. to 10. Uh, It's the first game with head coach Matt Rule not here for Ooh. the Panthers. Um, the biggest storyline for this one, Allen Robinson got a touchdown. No way. Matt Stafford looked Allen Robinson's way and threw him a touchdown. That's the biggest. No way. He threw the ball to him. Well, he had five receptions. So Matt Stafford looked his way at least five times and threw the ball to him. And Allen Robinson was able to reel it in and got a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Allen Robinson breakout, folks. It's here. It's finally here. It's finally happened. Just kidding. Don't listen to me on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. he's still going to look at Cooper Cup nine times out of ten, and then he's going to look at Tyler Higby. And yeah. so I don't 90% of the games are going to go like that. This might this might just be a blip. Like, Allen Robinson, oh, I remember when Allen Robinson had a touchdown. Yeah, you remember when he didn't score any touchdowns after that? So just something to maybe be aware of. But in all reality, I think – one of the biggest stories out of this is yeah. the Cam Akers news. Um, what? Did you not hear about Cam Akers? The Cam Akers over the Robbie Anderson one, though? 
That's true. I feel like coming into this game. Okay, coming into this game, the biggest. There's so much. There's so much stuff, though. You're right. The more you say, I was like, oh, there's a lot of stuff in this game. Allen Robinson, Robbie Anderson, and Cam Akers. So we'll start with Cam Akers. Yes. Cam Akers, healthy scratch for this game. All of a sudden, wasn't sure what it was. Said personal issues, um, and now all of a sudden they're fielding trade offers. So apparently, Cam Akers just wants out of LA. So we could see the last of Cam Akers in LA, Mm -hmm. and. I've seen people on both sides of this. Why would anyone want Cam Akers? And it's like, man, we could get Cam Akers for a bargain probably. And people are divided on both sides. Like, do we really want Cam Akers? Do we want him? Is he good enough? Is he not that good really? Like, who's really going to want him? But it's interesting that this kind of came out of nowhere, and there's not much information we have on it, obviously, but is it maybe a problem that he's been a committee back with Daryl Henderson? I shouldn't say Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle's not there anymore. He's on the Chargers. But when he was there, having that committee back kind of group, is he not a fan of that? Is he not a fan of how coaches maybe are treating him? Whatever it may be, um, Cam Akers, again, may have played his last snap for the Rams. Look for him to maybe be traded before the deadline. And speaking of being traded, Robbie Anderson kicked out of the game by his own coaching staff after getting in arguments on the sideline. And by the next day, he's gone. traded to the Cardinals. He was gone. It was crazy. No, I, I was like, what happened to lead to this getting first getting kicked off the sidelines? Like, you see players yell at coaches all the time, and coaches yell at players, and players yell at players. Mm-hmm. And not often do you see him kicked off. But then the interim head coach of the Panthers steps in and kicks him off the sideline, and he walks off all heated and stuff. And it's like, okay, uh, we'll see what happens out of this. He gets traded immediately. Like it's like the coach called him and be like, "Yeah, we're gonna open trades. We don't want him. We we can't have him here." I don't know if it was like toxicity, like personality wise, or like what was going on. But, but it's been like that for years, like that. I feel like for Robbie Anderson with the Panthers, like he's like, only been there. He's only been there what two years, three yeah, years, three. No, I think like three, like, three years, at least three, because he's at least been through, three. He's been through the QB carousel of the Panthers. I've because he was there with Sam Darnold. And then he was I think there. he's only been there too. I think this was his second year with it. Then they have someone else. They had Cam, didn't they? Too. Cam no. was last year, wasn't it? Oh my they god! Had Cam again. All these years. That's what I was saying. Like together, he's dude. just—he was just not blending with any QBs there. No. That were there. DJ Moore really either. Yes. Like, and then right after, like they fired the coach. Like it was just down here. I feel like from there. With most of the players, they were trying to trade most of the players, so I just it just felt weird with the whole franchise. Yeah, I yeah, uh, he had been on Carolina three years. This was his third yeah. year, third season third Carolina. Year, so. so he had two full years with Carolina, and then this year, and now he's on the Cardinals, which again, so weird, but it makes sense because Marquise Brown went down with an injury in their game against the Seahawks, which the Seahawks win nineteen to nine. James Conner also injured in that one. I don't think he even played. No, James Conner didn't even play in that game because he was injured. Um, Cardinals not looking great. I don't know. Cardinals might be the worst team in that division in the yep. NFC West. They're looking awful. Kyler Murray. Geno Smith has been the guy for the Seahawks. I don't know. Yeah. And that uh, corner, or is he a safety, the rookie for the Seahawks? Who, Woolen or Kobe Bryant? Uh, Both of them. Both of them, Woolen and Kobe Bryant, Woolen, they're both rookies. That's Woolen. That's the guy. I'm and they're Woolen. both rookies. 
safety, one's a safety, one's a corner, and they're both dogs. I can't like they're both really yep. good. Tariq Woolen, that's who I who I was yes. thinking of. Like he has been, he's got an interception in, I think four out of five games or five out of six. Guarding he's, the best he's only player. Had, like, He's only had like one game without an interception. Literally, like, he's, he's guarding the best crazy. player, guarding the best yeah. wide receiver on the opposite team. Like as a rookie, mm-hmm. he's re- he's been playing great. Like yeah. hey, Seahawks, they looking good. Every Kenneth game. Walker stepping in at the running back position looks great as well. I mean, Seahawks are kind of on the up and up. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Um, Cardinals just kind of got to figure it out, and it'll be tough this week because. It's a short week. They play tomorrow night for Thursday night football. Well, tonight when you're listening to this. Um, but I believe the Call of Duty beta comes out this week as well, <laughs> So uh short week. Call of Duty. Call of Duty not beta a or Call of Duty. I think Call of Duty, the whole game comes out. The whole game comes out this weekend? I think the whole game comes out. Because the yeah, beta already worse. came out. Yeah, so hey. That's even worse. That's even worse, guys. Cardinals. Actually, they play Thursday, so it comes out probably, I think, Friday night. So, Ooh, hey, so we might be safe. We might be safe. Cardinals might be safe. Hey, they might be taking this game. So, bet, everyone, bet on the Cardinals. Bet on, on the, the Cardinals. Cardinals. The game doesn't come out yet. Kyler wants to get out of there as fast as possible. As so he's fast trying to run as up possible. The score on run up the score and run on the clock on them. So, take notes, folks. Actually, don't take notes. Don't believe us. But, anyways, <laughs> next game, Bills Chiefs, the obviously, probably game of the year that people were waiting for. And the Bills get it back in blood. 24-20 win for the Bills over the Chiefs. Josh Allen, nasty run down the sideline, makes a man miss, and then hurdles the next guy. Like, oh, my goodness. It was insane to watch. No one else was paying attention. I'm watching there. My jaw's on the floor. Like, did nobody else just watch that happen with me? Like, no, what happened? He was running. And I'm like, dude. Just watch the replay, and they're like, oh, that's not bad. What in the world? Like, my man got up and yeah, over that defender. And that's the second time doing that. The first one was in the uh, divisional game mm-hmm. when they lost, they lost to the, the coin toss in. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, oh Tony gosh. Romo caught out the score of the game at the beginning of the yes, game. Yes, he did. That he said, this isn't going to be high scoring. It's feeling like a 24-20 kind of affair. And lo and behold – 24, 24 to 20. 20. Yeah, that's crazy. Tony, Tony Romo's Romo. just that guy, dude. He's just the genie. Hey, after that, I would have bet 24-20 right there. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Um, I will say, though, I really do love having Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis on the same fantasy team sometimes. Oh, you're lucky. It's so nice. Until the Bible. I also have Isaiah McKenzie on that team for some reason. I just grabbed him. Um, so, But, yeah, Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs, both touchdowns. Both 70 uh, – Stephon Diggs has 148 yards. Gabe Davis, 74 yards. I do get nervous, though. I know I'm going off fantasy tangent. Three receptions for Gabe Davis. Three. That's it. Just three. Uh, but, again, the touchdown, kind of nice. So, interesting to see. Um, Josh Allen, of course, three touchdowns, 329 yards passing. Patrick Mahomes, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, the rushing game just really not there for the Chiefs. Really had to rely on throwing it to Kelsey and Juju Smith-Schuster being the top guy this week in receiving yards. Five receptions, 113 yards, and a touchdown. Kelsey leads in receptions with eight, 108 yards. But like, 
we've seen nobody really step up to be that number one guy in this Chiefs offense, besides obviously Kelsey, but for the wide yeah. receivers. Juju might have cemented it here, but we've also seen a lot of McCole Hardman, so I don't I don't know what um, to think. Yeah. I'm glad I don't have any Chiefs wide receivers for fantasy though. Mm-hmm. Very excited about that. I feel like they just spread the ball around. Like they don't yeah. really have a wide receiver guy because they got rid of Tyreek, their wide receiver guy. So yeah, just, exactly. Just spread the ball. Little Mahomes action. Yep, but I mean, Bills got that big win, moved to five and one. Chiefs four and two. Sunday night football. To start to wrap up the week here, Cowboys-Eagles, just not a good game. 26-17, Cowboys-Cooper Rush was not the answer. Miles Sanders had himself a decent night. I mean, one touchdown, 71 yards. Jalen Hurts, 155 yards passing, two touchdowns. I mean, it was just kind of control the ball game for uh, the Eagles. They literally just put red Micah Parsons off the line. The entire game. And then the Cowboys just decided, no, we're not going to change our scheme any. Like, we're not going to pull him off the line, put him back. Like, I don't know. Fascio was getting really mad every time because he's like, oh, he's on the line. They're reading him. We should know this by now. And what do they do? They read him, and the ball will go for a certain time. Um, They were playing man coverage, I think, and we're getting beat, like, every time. And he's like, why are we playing man? We just need to zone it. We just need to zone it. And then on offense, every third down, it seemed like, he's like, they know you're running the ball with Zeke. I'm sitting at home, and I know you're running the ball with <laughs> Zeke on this third down. And you're telling me they don't know? And every time it'd be like, third down, you're run- they're running it with Zeke. We're running it with Zeke. We're running with Zeke. You- they'd run it with Zeke. It'd be, I don't know what the percentage was. It felt like 50-50. Uh, when he would call it out, whether or not they stopped it or not. So it was still working sometimes. Yeah. Like, it'd be like an outside zone or something, and it'd still get across for a first down. But it was just like, it's so predictable that a man is sitting at home on his couch predicting your plays <laughs> without watching any game film. But Well, I take that back. Technically, he has watched game film because he watches every game live. But, like, still. Like he's not studying it. He's not making it his day job to see what the Cowboys are doing, get their tendencies down. And he's still calling it out and picking out what is going on there. So I don't know why the Cowboys didn't get anything changed during that game, but Dak Prescott is back this week for them. Dalton Schultz may return as well as he wasn't in this game either. Be interesting to see. And then, of course, Monday Night Football, another game I didn't yep. watch because the Broncos just bring everyone down to their level in prime I time. I swear. And what I do swear. they do? They bring the Chargers down to their level, and the Chargers barely squeak out a win in overtime, 19-16. Thank, Thank you. Hey, I swear. I said that. I literally said I would said that to my friends, my other, my, other, my other friends. I was talking to them, and I was like, I was like, I swear the Chargers are the Broncos. Every person the Broncos play, they just – go down to their level and just kick field goals every time. Yep. Every time. And it's just, it wasn't a fun game to watch. Like, it was no, fun. I didn't watch. I it sure was fun to a point it. that we were sacking Russell Wilson, like, every play. It was fun at that point. I like that. I like that point. It was just not fun getting sacked every play, too. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
Our O line just looked so bad that game. It was like every time Corey Lindsley does not play, our O line just doesn't know what to do, and it shows. Right. And but we're still four and two. I like it though. Yep. I was so confident the Broncos would bring the Chargers down to their level. I went to bed at eight thirty that night and yeah. didn't watch a snap of that game. I was like, Chargers will probably win, but that is going to be a horrible game, and the Bron- they'll br- the Broncos will bring them down to their level. And I do not want to just make my life that much worse by watching it. So, mm. I yeah, I held off on that. But with that, we wrap up our NFL. Again, we always say we'll go shorter, and it's still 30 minutes long of NFL stuff. Every time. And we'll go to college football. Maybe we just put a timer on ourselves. That might be the way to go next <laughs> week. We might have to do that. Um, but college football, I mean – Texas over Iowa State, they squeak one out, 24-21. to 21. Michigan, 41-17 over Penn State. Michigan now plays – no, excuse me. Ohio State will be playing the Iowa Hawkeyes. The Iowa Hawkeyes lost their bye week last week, um, as always. Well, I shouldn't say as always, as, <laughs> as this year would make it seem. Um, in Columbus, um, for some reason, Big Noon Kickoff wants to go to Columbus for that game. Why they want to go to a Ohio State blowout, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. Unless maybe we're starting Padilla all of a sudden instead of Petrus and they want to change a pace. I don't know. I don't but know. I doubt that's happening. So, um, Georgia somehow gets is playing Vanderbilt, and they blew them out 55-0. to zero. Um, TCU beats Oklahoma State 43-40 in overtime. Mm-hmm. Really close game there. But I know what everybody's thinking. Yes, we want to yes. hear about the close games, and there's two of them. Should we do the really, really interesting one? Should we do the uh, afternoon game or the night game, Lavelle? What do you think? Let's start with the afternoon game, the first one. The first one. Afternoon game. I'll, I'll let you introduce this one, Lavelle. Go for it. Oh, so it was. I, I started watching this game like midway through because I was like, what is happening? Everyone's just talking about this game. And the game I'm talking about is Tennessee and Bama. They're like, Bama. Bama's about to get upset. Bama's about to get upset. And it's just like I start watching the game, and then I see why. This boy, these guys on Tennessee are the are the real deal. Hendon Hooker was looking for one guy, and his name was Jalen Hyatt. And he had six receptions, 207 yards, and five touchdowns. And this is why Tennessee won the game. Literally. Yeah, it's, it's that guy right there. That guy right there. He had, he had six receptions. Just think about it. He had six receptions, and he had five touchdowns. So One he caught five of those balls and scored on them. And it was just so crazy because, like, every time Alabama scored, they um, Tennessee would come out. They were like, run the ball, run the ball, run a slant with Hyatt. Bam, throw it to him. Touchdown. I was like, oh, my gosh. This is, like, the craziest game. Like, Alabama was literally – it was like someone was working harder than someone else. And it was just, like, it showed how much – or who had enough yeah. at the end. And Tennessee definitely did, and they won. Stormed the field, took the field field goal post, took the field goal post. They did everything, man. Alabama, they what was it? I think it was like they haven't beat Alabama since I think it was like two thousand six. Six sounds right. Six or eight. I was thinking six or eight. One of those two. But hey, it was a great game. It's been a while. That was the one game I I did watch on college football. I really didn't watch college football. This one I got a I got some sneak previews of this one. It was on and off kind of throughout the day that I was able to see it. But I'm glad you brought up that rushing game because their leading rusher 
by carries was their quarterback. Yeah. By yards, it was their running back, and that was barely by 15 yards. Was exactly 15 yards. So Jalen Wright, 12 carries, 71 yards. Hendon Hooker, the quarterback, 14 carries, 56 yards. And then another running back, Jabari Small, 12 carries, 53 yards, and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then Princeton Fant, a tight end, came in and rushed for a touch, two-yard touchdown. It's like they were able to split their rushing game up pretty well. So it's like, oh, this guy's in. This is going to be a pass play. This guy's in. It's going to be a run play. Like, no, they split that up. You didn't know if they were running, passing, or what half the time. So I thought that yeah. was a great job by Tennessee. I mean, and we shouldn't knock Bryce Young in this game by any like, yeah. or Jam- Jameer Gibbs. Both like, of them Al- Alabama played the game amazing. Too. Like Alabama played out of the world, like out of this world. Just Tennessee played better. Like as much as they, like Jamar Gibbs had twenty four carries, one hundred three yards, and a touchdown, three touchdowns. Like and Bryce Young threw the ball fifty two times. Yeah, he threw it fifty two times. Like no and Hooker threw it thirty. No, he threw it thirty that, times. Like it's, oh my goodness, that's so many. It's just so, so many crazy. throws. It's so crazy how the game has changed. Fifty-two times in a game, and mm-hmm. your running back still has twenty-four carries. It's yeah. wild. Like like those are the two guys can handle everything. Hendon Hooker uh, threw thirty times, ran fourteen, so almost forty-five of those plays were specifically for him. Yeah. Uh, to do something with, and then the rest of his running backs combined for twenty-four. So, I mean, basically, they all did the same kind of plays. Hookers were just split into rushes more than Young's were. And mm-hmm. Young was said, hey, just throw that thing deep. I mean, he throw threw it. for more yards, 455 yards. Almost six, about 60 more yards than Hendon Hooker. So Yeah, but Hooker threw for more touchdowns. Heck of a game. Heck of a game. It yeah. was a crazy game. It was just a great game. Great game. Like Second game. great game I caught the back end of, the night game, USC versus Utah, the hand-painted helmets by Utah, those things looked great. Those were so cool, so, so cool. Um, in memory of the two players they had that passed away, um, again, every single one of them was hand-painted, and they, oh, my gosh. I I got to tell you, now, they looked great. If you haven't seen them, look them up. They're, they're pretty cool. Um, but Utah comes and gets the late touchdown against USC, I believe that they were they. I don't want to say blocked. They didn't get the field goal blocked or something. Something happened. They got the late touchdown. Uh, they had fifteen. No, they went for two. They decided to go for two, which was a bold strategy because um, they could have tied it. They went for the win instead, and they get it. And then USC had a chance to come down and tie it, I believe, and or win it and just unable to unable to get the field goal range and USC loses to Utah 43 to 42 mm. and let it be known that at halftime USC was just up 7 at uh 28 to 21 so i mean already high scoring affair in the first half Literally. huge huge game a lot of fun especially now that USC is was that was their first loss USC was also undefeated yeah, uh, going into this game, they were so, top ten, and they're top ten in the mm-hmm. nation. So huge uh, for Utah, huge, 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 huge win. I mean, and this keeps them, yeah. um, I think, for the division. I think it's still, and now USC will move to the Big Ten, so it'd be nice. 
It'd be nice. It'll be nice. It'll be nice. It'll be nice. We'll see. Well, it'll be nice to see Iowa <laughs> give them the work. So. Oh yeah, for the fifteen yards on offense, huh? Yeah, all fifteen <laughs> yards, dude. All negative fifteen yards, actually. Mm. That's how it would go. Um, any other college games you really want to mention, Lavelle? Mm, not really. Not really. I didn't watch really any. Shout out Texas, 24-21 over Iowa State. You like that? Shout out Marco. I led, with. I led with that one. You did? I didn't even hear that one. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Ole Miss beat Auburn, 48-34. Lane Kiffin told Tennessee to win. Hoped Tennessee would win. Let's go beat the state of Alabama. And they do. They both win over the state of Alabama. So good win for Ole Miss. Oh, yeah. And if you didn't know, those goalposts that they took from Tennessee – yeah, those ended up in the river, by the way. I don't know if everybody saw where they ended up. They ended up in the river. Um, so even and even the president of the university was laughing about how much it was going to repl- take to replace the field goal post because he knew he wasn't getting them back. As soon as they <laughs> went down, he knew he wasn't getting them back. Literally. He was not getting those back for a That's second. crazy. They, he just let them take them. I would have been like, put those back. I need he was up in the. He was up in the president's box. What's he going to do? Run down there and tell all of those fans, hey, leave the field goal post alone? I would have been. Nah. I'm, I'm sure Tennessee's got the money to get new field goal posts if need be. I, th- I think they'll be okay. I think. I would, I would assume so. But should we move on to fantasy quick, Lavelle, then? Yep, quickly, quickly. All right. Ramondre Stevenson last week, great pick by me. Man, I'm good. Am I good or what? Uh, Miles Sanders gets a touchdown, so unfortunately that pick goes wrong. Hey, I said he, I said he was touchdown dependent. He just was lucky enough to get one this week. Um, usually, Dallas, like Dallas defense had only given up one rushing touchdown in general in the past how many weeks? Uh, in all the weeks, all season so far. And you thought, oh, maybe Jalen Hurts will steal that one rushing touchdown from Miles Sanders, like tends to happen no they'll keep it with miles sanders so miles sanders uh gets the basically doesn't underperform like i had predicted him to but this week honestly i haven't even chose who i wanted to talk about this week for this so i'm gonna have a little fun with it i'm gonna have a little fun with the first one with the overperformance. now this one if this goes wrong i completely understand and i'm willing to live with that now that's not usually something you would hear me say um but i'm doing it I'm doing it anyways. So, this would go so wrong. It's not funny how bad, badly wrong it would go. But, Saints tight end Taysom Hill could end up as the starting quarterback for New Orleans. And he's still listed as a tight end in fantasy. Both Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton were listed as questionable on the estimated practice report on Monday. Have not heard anything else on them so far. Uh, that I have heard anyways as of right now. Maybe I missed something. Um, But they play tomorrow night. Well, tonight for if you're listening now. And so who's the third string quarterback probably going to be? Taysom Hill. He's already been throwing a little bit in games with Andy Dalton last week. So if Taysom Hill is still listed as a tight end, but he's playing starting quarterback, I think that's going to be really good for your fantasy team. Really? I, that's literally what my thing says. It's, hey, this is my uh, – my team is 6-0. and 
my tight ends on a bye week. Screw it. We're having some fun. I'm playing Taysom Hill. That's that's literally what this pick is. That's literally all it is. That's all it is. It's hey, let's have a little fun to this week. Got a bye week, got nobody else. Oh, I could pick some guy that's averaging three, four points a week. Okay. Or I could go Taysom Hill, who could get me three or four points, but could also get me twenty plus as a quarterback. Crazy. So you know, gonna gonna have a little fun. If you're six and zero, oh, what what's to lose? Your team's probably good enough to carry the slack off the, off of one tight end getting four points. So, in theory, in theory, if you're relying on this article to win your week, yeah, I mean, this might not might, might not be the fantasy. time to look at this part, but everything else fantasy. might help you. Like these are guys I think are gonna overperform. Not. I mean, a lot of these guys you still start regardless, but it's like, hey, watch out for these guys. They might underperform. Maybe you might have a similar option you're deciding between, but anyways, anyways, I'm off topic. I'm off topic. All right. Who do I want to talk about for my underperform? Yeah. Man, I'm really seeing a lot of errors, though, so I don't know how to type, apparently. Bad, bad spelling mistakes, folks, as I'm just looking at this in my article right now. Not great. All right. Here we go. We're, we're going to go quarterback this time. We're going to go quarterback. Keep it a little okay. similar. Obviously, the first one was a tight end, but somewhat similar. I'm going Raiders quarterback Derek Carr. Mm, as... That's what I wanted to hear. That's what I wanted Really? That's what you I'm wanted playing, to hear? I'm playing against Derek Carr this week, so okay. let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Like you want to you wanna hear some things that will make you feel better about how he'll perform badly this week, Lavelle? Yep, yep. All right. So, coming off a of bye week, a lot of time to prepare, right? It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true they're playing the Texans, you know. Oh, the Texans have held quarterbacks to an average of 17.9 points per game. Not great, not bad. But again, they got to buy. Raiders got a bye week. That should be fine. They should be able to prepare. Guess who else was on a bye week last week? The Houston Texans. So they've had just as much time to get ready for Derek Carr as Derek Carr has had to get ready for them. Although Carr has thrown for two touchdowns in four out of his five games, the Texans defense have only allowed a quarterback to do that once so far this season. And it's a name you might know, Lavelle. I believe it was Justin Herbert of the Los Angeles Chargers who was able to do that. And even with two touchdowns in four out of five games, Derek Carr has only beaten, overperformed his projections once. Only once. And this Texans defense, bunch of ball hawks. They've recorded an interception every week except one. And Derek Carr has been on a streak of two games without one. This could be the one that ends said streak. Derek Carr could score 15-ish points because, you know, he does have a few touchdowns in him. But there's no chance. I I shouldn't say no. There's a very low chance he scores near 20 where people want him to be scoring and beats his projection. So I believe Derek Carr going to underperform this week. Hopefully that helps Lavelle win his matchup. Hopefully. Yes, hopefully. That's what we need, because that's what we need. We need wins. We need, we need wins, Lavelle. That's what we need. Because I am doing awful. I think I am – what are we? I think I'm 2-4 and four in both my leagues, actually. So we're that's looking a bit We're looking a bit average right now. Not bad. Like, we're not out of the playoffs yet, but, like, we're, like, out right now. But, like, yeah. we're going to get there. We're going to go it's up. okay. We're I got a 1-5 and five team. I got to hit the waivers a little bit more, but, hey, I'm liking it. I'm liking Sometimes it. if you have too many people, the waivers aren't going to help you, though. That's the problem. See, that's what I'd be thinking. Like, 
and injuries are hurting yeah. me. So yeah. I don't want to Bye put weeks. my Injuries. I don't want to put my injuries on the like on the yeah. player market. Someone's gonna take my guy. No, I'm not doing that. Sorry. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I feel that. I understand what you're putting down, sir. Yeah. I've moved. I mean, my my dynasty teams are really good. I'm looking at. I keep looking at them like as like redraft leagues, but I'm about ready to sell the bank for a running back in some of these leagues. Like, because I think that's like the one thing holding my teams back. But I get so attached to the guys I have. You know what I'm saying, Lavelle? Literally. It's like, oh man, I really my running backs are Alvin Kamara and Kareem Hunt. Not great. And James Conner. James Conner, probably not gonna play. That's not great. Not ideal. Man, I wish I could really get a star running back. And I'm like, okay, my usual starting wide receivers, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, and then Terry McLaurin. Well, if I trade Gabe Davis away, I have Brandon Ayuk, but Brandon Ayuk doesn't have the touchdowns that Gabe Davis can usually get. But he probably doesn't have as low of games as Gabe, Gabe Davis probably has either. And then I'm just torn. Like, do I keep Gabe Davis? Do I get rid of Gabe Davis? Do I try to keep him? Because, I mean, he's scoring points. And then all of a sudden, I don't have uh, that running back I want. So, And Gabe Davis is young, so it's a dynasty league. And it's like, oh, I want to hold on to Gabe Davis for a really long time. If I sell him for, like, Leonard Fournette... Leonard Fournette's going to retire in a couple years, and then I'll be out that running back anyways. And so there's so many things running through my head, Lavelle. I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think. Just overthinking it, man. Just overthinking it. Dynasty does that to me. I Fantasy football does that to me. Okay, I, I keep referring. Football in general does that to me. Playing, watching, fantasy playing. Like, it's – the overthinking is unreal. In his head, There's so many things bouncing around up here. It's, it's not. It's unreal. It's unreal. That's all I gotta say about that. I mean, any other updates you want to give on your wonderful fantasy teams, Lavelle? I mean, that's enough for my uh, rant. My teams, my nah, dynasty team. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. All right. I think that's all we got for this week. Then, try to enjoy mm-hmm. some new Call of Duty as with Kyler Murray. Maybe we'll hop into a game with him because i'm sure he has it on every single platform so mm-hmm. you've got no matter what console you play console or pc you play most likely you could get in a game with kyler murray after he after he plays against the saints on thursday night so look forward to that and with that lavelle that'll do it for us and we'll see you all next week yeah